welcome to I Love This Thing So Freaking Much, a podcast about passion. My name is Sophie Katz, and today I am joined by Brittany, who is a brand marketing specialist. Welcome to the show, Brittany. Hi, Sophie. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being here. So here's how this works. Brittany will have three minutes to talk about something that she loves. This can be a person, place, thing, concept, activity, anything she wants. Our only requirement is that she loves it wholeheartedly and wants to tell us why. Are you ready, Brittany? I'm ready. Excellent. Got my timer here. Now, what do you love so freaking much? Great. So I love reality TV. I discovered my love for reality TV back in the really trashy era where all those bad shows were on MTV, like Parental Control, Shot at Love. (laughs) But there are also some really great ones like The Hills, Laguna Beach, The Real World. But yeah, I was probably back in middle school and I would go into my basement and turn on Nickelodeon and then go to MTV and like hover my hand over the previous button just in case my mom would come down. So yeah, reality TV has evolved since then, but so has my love for it. For a long time, I think I was really afraid to admit that I loved reality TV because it felt like such a, like a useless interest to have. You know, people would say it was like a guilty pleasure. I would call it my guilty pleasure. But then I kind of had this moment, this epiphany where I was like, why is it okay if, you know, men are allowed to love football. Why can't I love the bachelor, you know? And like, why does my love for reality TV make me any less smart or professional? And I actually think that my love for reality TV has helped me learn so much about different people and different life experiences. And I've developed a lot of compassion and a lot of empathy for different types of people through my love for reality TV. So in contrast, I think that it actually has made me a lot smarter rather than, you know, the stereotype that reality TV is just mindless. So yeah, I think I kind of came to this embracing of my love for reality TV and it was no longer my guilty pleasure. And it was something that I was really embracing and something I was really proud of. And One of the things that helped me kind of embrace that was um, one of the characters on one of my favorite shows, reality shows, Vanderpump Rules, Stassi Schroeder, she had written a book called Next Level Basic. And it was all about embracing, you know, what people would call stereotypically feminine basic interests. And I devoured that book and that became so meaningful to me. So one of the things that was always a dream of mine was owning like a cute white fluffy dog. And I think I was kind of embarrassed of doing that because it was again, another feminine interest of mine, but through the pandemic and through reading that book, I realized, you know, I can really do anything I put my mind to. And if this is something I really love, why not do it? So I did end up getting my white fluffy dog. Her name is Stassi named after Stassi Schroeder, who helped me really embrace my love for reality TV and embrace my basic. That's awesome. Thank you for telling us about reality TV today. Of course. I have so much love for it. So it's so easy for me to talk about, really. You made a distinction early in your talk between bad reality TV shows and good reality TV shows. So I have to ask, what makes a good show versus a bad show? Yeah, that's a great question. So I would say that the best reality TV shows are the ones that are less produced. So I love to give the example of Love Island. I think that they really show kind of your whole day in the villa. The cameras are always recording and they do such minimal editing and there's little producer involvement. And I think that really gives us that full view of what it looks like to 
be on a reality TV show and what people's real experiences are on the show versus a show maybe like The Bachelor, which recently I've been a little more critical of because I think it's become so formulaic and become so overproduced to the point that that reality portion of reality TV is kind of lost along the way. So we're not really able to see, you know, the authentic version of how people are really experiencing things. And I think that including that authenticity in reality TV is so important as you're watching and as people are kind of interpreting what's going on. So when you watch a reality TV show, like you're looking for that reality. You're not looking for a game show. Yeah, no, I think there can absolutely be structure to a reality show. Even in Love Island, you know, they play games, there's eliminations, there's still that element. But as long as we can really kind of get that authentic view of how people are interacting with each other and like the conversations feel organic, you know, I think that's a big part of The Bachelor too, where it's like, you have to steal them away and the interviews are so rehearsed. So yeah, I'm definitely looking for, you know, how much behind the scenes involvement is there in this? And is this really what's going on? Or is this just, you know, like producer involvement? Is there a way to know for sure from the audience standpoint, how much producer involvement there is? There's definitely not a for sure way to know. I think it's just something that I love to look for when I'm watching because I want to see how much production there looks like there is and just having the knowledge of so many different shows and even like The Hills, you know, one of my favorite shows, Lauren Conrad has has written a lot of books about how fake it was. And even mm-hmm. a lot of the characters on there have written books about how fake it was or have talked in interviews about like the production and the scripting and things like that. So it's more just like a fun game for me, I think, to just kind of really look in and see how much behind the scenes is going on. And of course, there's also like news articles and things like that. I love to watch interviews with the cast to see how much they're willing to reveal about the behind the scenes element of reality TV. Talk a little more about how reality TV has helped you learn about different people's life experiences. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that, you know, their stereotypical reality TV show, like The Bachelor and things like that, they really all cast somewhat of the same people. But there are a lot of shows that people don't talk about as frequently that really cover just different sides of the human experience. I think about, you know, Teen Mom, that show has really evolved and has shown, you know, what it looks like to be have a teen pregnancy. And that show is actually attributed to a decrease in teenage pregnancy rates. So it's really interesting how reality TV can influence our culture like that as well. This is kind of an old example, but Breaking Amish was a show on MTV that I thought was really interesting to learn more about, you know, the Amish experience in America. So I think there are a lot of those more educational reality TV shows that help us understand diverse life experiences and help us have empathy for different types of people. So it's obvious that reality TV means a lot to you. I mean, it's the topic you chose to bring on to. I love this thing so freaking much. Uh, But you also talked about how it took you a while to admit that to yourself because people tend to think that reality TV is a guilty pleasure or mindless or useless. Why do you think people have that perception of reality TV? Part of it might be more rooted in misogyny. I think that, you know, female interests have always been considered lesser than in our society, in our culture. So thinking about something like reality TV, where a lot of the shows are, you know, about women or geared towards women, I think that's something that was just kind of a byproduct of 
that culture was that people just thought it was not worth your time or not, you know, something that you should be not proud of, something that makes you lazy that you're watching these quote unquote trash shows. But I've seen definitely a shift uh, more recently where, you know, a lot of men have been starting to watch The Bachelor and a lot of men have been watching reality TV shows unapologetically with their spouses, their wives, their girlfriends, their friends. And I think that that breaking down that barrier of it's okay for anyone to watch these kinds of shows, it doesn't make you any certain type of way, has really brought reality TV into this new era. And um, I think programs like Netflix have been doing a really great job of like attracting a wider audience with their reality TV shows. I like how you drew a connection between if it's okay for anyone to watch football, why isn't it okay for anyone to watch reality TV? Yeah, I was just going to say, I think that there's like things that are traditionally male interests like football, they have those kind of like fandoms behind them, you know, like, why is there, is is it okay for you to be rooting for a certain football team, but not for me to be rooting for a certain girl to win the bachelor, you know, of course, it's a little bit different in some ways, but it's the same idea and the same concept. And I think that we shouldn't be distinguishing the two as one being an okay interest to have and one being kind of a trashy, not so great interest to have. I mean, it's all celebrities competing on television in one way or another. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly, more or less. Is there anything that you don't like about reality TV? And if so, how do you handle that? Probably one of the things that I don't like is the way that people are treated online following their stints on reality TV. I've seen a lot of people's lives get kind of destroyed by reality TV. I think a good example is this woman, Jessica from Love is Blind. You know, she didn't have a great time on the show. She obviously had a lot of problems that she was working through, but the way that the audience responded to her on social media, I just think people forget that these are real people and these are real lives. And I think that's one of the downfalls of reality TV is you know, not realizing that these people have lives outside of the show and your opinion on their really brief stint, you know, you're only watching an hour, you know, a few episodes. So a couple of hours of their lives and we only have that little peak. And while we want it to be as real as possible, we don't know what people are going through that isn't shown on the show. I guess I would urge people, if you are watching reality TV, to come from it from a place of empathy and from a place of understanding that people have different life experiences and people are in different stages of their lives. And just because, you know, they might have done something on the show that you might not have liked, that doesn't give you the permission to go onto their social media and start a negative comment thread about those people you know they're real people they're real lives and I think that's something that as a lover of reality tv I've really tried to do the opposite you know like I see someone going through something on a show I'll reach out to them I'll dm them on instagram and a lot of reality tv stars are willing to respond to you and I think it means a lot to hear positive feedback when they're in a world of such negative feedback on social media Brittany, thank you so much for telling us about something you love today. Thank you for having me. I had such a fun time. Excellent. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. If you would like to learn more about reality TV or our guest, Brittany, you can find her social media information in the episode description. And don't forget to use the hashtag LoveThisThingCast to tell us about the things you love. I Love This Thing So Freaking Much is a production of Through the Window Media. This episode was directed and edited by Sophie A. Katz. You can find us at Through the Window on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Tumblr. That is T-H-R-O-U, The Window, at all those social media sites. 
Be good to yourself, be kind to each other, and you'll hear from us again soon.